Hello, hi, welcome one and all to the Speed of Sound. I'm your host, Zacharias, and before we get into today's in-depth discussion, I'd like to give you a bit of where I came from, how I got here, and why I podcast. I hail from El Paso, Texas. I know it's not much, but hey, it's home. And shout out to 915. I lived there for most of my life until I joined Navy in about 2012, and seven years later, I'm here in uh, Florida, and I couldn't be happier. The reason why I started this is to have a real honest, in-depth conversation on real stories between uh, some of the incredible people I bring onto this show, some of which are in the Navy and some of which are not, to discuss not only the Navy and how the Navy has affected their lives and mine, but other passions that grew from within, that such as cars, traveling, music, and, well, everything else in between. The whole idea of the Great Western Society we live in is based on the individual, that the life you are living is worth living, and that those choices you make do in fact have weight in them, and not only affect your life, but the life of others as well. Now, these choices can be made for the better or worse, and when you do make a good choice, that choice you make will not make the world a great place, but one that was just a little bit better than before. So sit back, relax, crank up the volume, and enjoy. This is my friend, homie, uh, Rice. We have known each other for about a year, and uh, I brought him today on the show to tell us what the Navy has done for him and what he plans on doing for his future. So what's up, man? How's it going? Hey, what's going on, Zach? You doing all right today, man? Yeah, dude. I'm so glad we finally got this thing fucking started, bro. Yeah, it's man, been it's been really, really, really long, and uh, I'm really excited to get it, to get it going. That's what's up, man. I'm glad you got it set up. All right, dude. So, hey, man. So you went fishing this morning, bro? Yeah. Man, How did that go? Cool. I just started a new hobby of mine. My first day of fishing was actually yesterday. I didn't catch anything. But today, I got um, I caught a, some random fish, and I caught a catfish as well. So I'm pretty excited about that. Why did you Why did you take up fishing? Like, where did that come from? Because I've been bored lately, honestly. And um, my thing is, when you're bored, you find a new hobby. You don't just sit around. So okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair got enough. a fishing rod from the flea market for 10 bucks. I got some fishing spots, and I went out fishing yesterday. Okay, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. So when did you when did you join the Navy? Uh, I've been in the Navy since 2012 of November. So it's about a little about six years. I'm almost going on seven years. I was seven years in November. It's going by really fast. Yeah, it does. It does. It definitely does go by really, really fast. What made you want to join the Navy, man? Um, back in 2012, that's when I graduated out of high school. I knew I wasn't ready for college. Uh, and I knew I couldn't stay home, so I was like, hey, I'm going to join the military. And my father was in the Army, and he said, I don't think you'll like the Army, so I suggest you join the Navy. So I went to go talk to a recruiter. The first time I wasn't really feeling it, I was a little bit nervous. And I went back that following week, and uh, somehow he convinced me that the Navy was the right choice for me. And since joining, I don't look back. Like, I enjoy it. I see the world. It brought me a lot of success. And that's how I ended up here, meeting you. Nice, nice, nice. No, yeah, man. Um yeah, it's been one crazy ride from 2012. I, for some reason, for me, that year just seems to be like a like a definite year, like a year that just everything just happened at once. Because um, I was noticing throughout um, my time in Japan uh, that there were a lot of companies, like underground companies, that were started in 2012. So you were and in then, Japan in 2012? No, not in, and not in 2012. Like when I was in there, like maybe like 2014, 2015. And uh, there were a lot of, like, underground companies that started in 2012. And by the time I got out of Japan, like, right around, like, 2017, 
all these companies were already like Fortune 500 companies. And I was just like, yo, what happened in 2012? Like, whose lives, other than mine, did did, did change? You know, I, I didn't know. I, I, I thought, like, you know, like, it was a big stepping stone for me and for you as well. And, yeah, dude, it just, it's been, yeah. All the success that these people have gotten and I've gotten and you've gotten, you know, it's just been crazy. And speaking of success, um, congratulations on the new house. Thank you, man. That was, that was a struggle. Well. Yeah, was it? How, t- tell me, so when did you, so, like, what was... Well, yeah, the deciding factor because then you were you were going back and forth. You kept talking to me about yeah, it at work. The like thing about it is, I got here in Florida like late 2017. I think I got here in December, and um, I was staying in the barracks at first, and then I finally was able to move on base, and I decided to get an apartment. And I was I was in my apartment for a little over a year, and I was just I just thought about all the money that I was paying that apartment complex, and I wasn't getting I, I wasn't going to see any of that return on investment, you know. Okay. So then that's when I started contemplating: should I get a home or not? Since I've already been here a year, and I'm only supposed to be stationed for three years, and right now the home I was looking at wasn't going to be built until like the middle of this year. And like you know, then I only have like a year and a half left in my home. So it was a really, really, it was a big struggle trying to f- figure out should I keep renting or buy a home. And I finally decided, like, you know what? At least if I get a home, it's an investment. It's something that's going to have a return. Like, you know, down the line, if I decide to sell it or even if I decide to rent it out, you know, it'll always be mine. So that's when I decided, like, you know, I'm not going to continue paying an apartment complex when I can have my own home, more freedom. I can just go out my back porch and grill. I don't got to worry about pulling my grill down. You know, it's just more convenient. And ever since I moved here, I don't have any regrets, you know. It's more responsibility, but I still love being able to say, like, hey, I have a home, you know. Congratulations on that, man. Yeah, there's nothing better, I should say, you know, being able to proclaim that you've you've bought your first house. I think that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a goal for everyone should strive for, and I think that uh, everyone wants to, to get one day is just it's, have a home they can go to at yeah. the end of every workday. It's definitely easier having an apartment, but <laughs> I, I, I like, you know, I got to cut the yard now. I can't just call the maintenance man and, like, hey, uh, this is broken. I gotta call maintenance people like they come check it out. It's, it, you know. it just, it just, what, just like, well, I mean, it, yeah, of course it comes with more responsibility, but I mean, dude, there's just no, there's just nothing like coming back to the house yeah. after like a long day. A like long day. Oh, yeah, and it just, and you don't have to worry about, yeah, you don't have to really worry Nate, about anything, and Nate, like, yeah. yeah, so you don't, yeah, man, so that's awesome. That's awesome, dude. Definitely that's more cool. Space as well. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, where have you, I know you were stationed in Virginia uh-huh. for like your entire yeah, first was, five years yeah, of sea duty. Okay. So I got there in what, 2013 after boot camp. I went, yeah, I got there. I got to my ship on May, May of 2013 and, uh, sea duty is no joke. So, so yeah. Okay. So before we get into that conversation, so this is how the Navy works for all you non-Navy folk out here. Okay. Is that whenever you first join the Navy, you're going to choose a job or it's going to be called a rate. And it could be anything from like aviation, like seamanship to like firemen. Yeah, to like firemen. And um, so you rank up and through. uh, so we'll get through that in a little bit. But once you get to once you graduate from boot camp, which is about two months, you go to your A school and they teach you how to do your job for the most part. And then... um, after that, you get orders to a, ship. to a ship or to wherever your first uh, duty station is. Uh, depending on your rate, it does change. So you can get lucky and go to a shore or you can get unlucky and go to a ship. Like we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, after that, you have to spend five years out in sea duty. And yeah, it's it's definitely a hassle. It's definitely a long one. The ship life is no 
joke. You spend five years out there, and um, it's supposed to be three, and you're supposed to transfer at three. I transferred at um, four. See, how many ships did you go on? While so you I've been on three ships. See, I've, we've been in every run the same amount of time, but fortunately, I've only been attached to one ship. I guess that could be a good and a bad thing. Per- perfectly, I prefer to be on one ship. You know, I, I think everyone prefers to be on one ship. Yeah, we're gonna be honest. If you're going to three ships, you're starting over all the time. At least I had the opportunity to, like, you know, I guess build a relationship with my chain of command. You know, instead of like every year or two, like trying to build another relationship with another chain of command. You know, for eval purposes, or trust purposes. You know, you just you know you're like a family. Yeah. So that's one of the benefits of being on a ship for five years versus three and switching. So when you do that so you were in virginia i was in virginia for one year but tell me how um you those first five years were for you actually like what did you what did you learn uh like what did you what did you learn like what did you experience and like with the people you met like how did how did that all like how did you have you like thought about that lately since moving here i i I appreciated my friends when i was in virginia Uh but since moving here like i realized how important it is to be close to your shipmates you know because here we don't have a big division on on the ship like you're in a division with like what 40 people maybe and you become really close with those people because we're out to sea constantly you know that's all we have are each other you know yeah so when we get back in port i don't have any family in virginia so my shipmates were my family so it taught me the importance of friendship um taught me responsibility you know because i was i was when i was in virginia it was my first time being independent i joined the navy right out of high school so it taught me a lot of responsibility as far as like even something simple as having to go grocery shopping every week is something i didn't have to do at home you know uh, having a car payment making paying bills like trying to build credit so my experience like on my first shore duty i mean sea duty taught me a lot friends uh actually i met my my best friend we're still best friends now um, in virginia we was on the same ship we went to a school together and um we got stationed on the ship together and ever since then we've been really tight uh, we still communicate i remember when i was leaving the ship people told me like, oh you guys are never gonna talk to each other again once leaving the ship and now we still talk like almost every day if not every day every other day so i don't know i think that's one thing that's kind of neat about because i don't have any friends from high school that i talk to on a regular basis like i chat with them like when i go home but i don't talk to them like every other day you know so cool dude cool man yeah um those first couple people you meet on the ship you're gonna be like you're gonna be blown away for all you people who are thinking about joining the navy um, your first you're for, yeah you're gonna you're gonna meet a lot of different people a lot of different people and you're gonna experience a lot of different personalities different ups and downs and how people how different people see the world differently and it's pretty crazy how um, some people see the world like I never I never thought I would meet some person who would you know find a certain group of people like as bad you know and it just to me that 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 was really surprising to me because you know I came from a from a pretty full like background yeah. so and that's the thing about meeting different people it could be a good thing and a bad thing you know i kind of like meeting different people you know and, uh, and the funny thing about the navy is i don't know it could be as a civilian too but you think you've seen it all when you meet people and then you meet somebody else you know what i'm saying like you know you think, just when you thought you've seen it all and you see something else like dang i thought i already experienced like every personality that they could be you know and then you meet someone else does that make sense to you yeah that makes that makes perfect sense dude um what else was I gonna tell you? The um, 
Virginia, man, it. I, honest, did, did, I, I enjoy I, Virginia. It was okay yeah, why did you? Why see? Everyone says that, and I'm it, just like, I just. Uh, traveling is perfect. You know, you're six hours from New York. It's six hours from what? Did, did you go to New York? Yeah, actually, I went to New York a couple of times on a home. How many? Boy, t- how many times did you go to New York? Actually, I went to New York. Um, I drove there once because my friend he found some car online, so we took some weekend road trip to New York. He wanted like some. I think it was a. What kind of car was it? It was some old school car. I think it was like a Crown Vic or something like that. It was some good deal when we went up there. We had to go to the Bronx to get the car. It was a crazy weekend. But also, we do um, ammo onload and offload in New Jersey. Whenever we get ammo for deployment, we pull into New Jersey. And we, we did that, for, I think, three times. And when we go there, we have the opportunity to go out to New York. So we will take. they have bus, Liberty buses for us to go to New York whenever we get off work. Wait, what? You said Liberty yeah, bus to go to New York? What? I, yeah. never, I never saw I think, that. I think because, like, were you on a carrier? Like yes. Carrier. Yeah, it was. So I think you guys, when you guys get ammo, you guys will cross step from ship to ship coming back from the deployment. How did you guys get your ammo? No, so um, we would do ammo onload. So I never went on deployment. I never, I never went on deployment in in uh, while I was in Virginia. I just went on workups. So That's all we did. I was on the Truman. Where did you guys get your ammo from when you got? So just supply ships. Yeah. See, we did that one time when we offloaded, but any other time we did ammo onload and offload, and we actually pulled into a pier in New Jersey to get all our ammo for, for deployment. So while we're doing that, like only pre people get ammo is people working ordinance. Everybody else pretty much on liberty because they want minimal people on the ship while they're doing that. So we pretty much have the opportunity to go see the city, see Jersey, or go to the Jersey Shore, or go take a bus to New York or a train in New York. So that was pretty cool. We did that three times. Son of a bitch. Yeah, see, and that's the thing about the Navy. Like, you can get fortunate and go to places like this right here. Like, he can think that's cool, but he's seen what? Have you been to Australia before? Yeah, I have. See, I, didn't, I haven't. See, the thing about the Navy is you can get stationed somewhere, and it can make or break your naval career. It depends on the luck, you know, where you go. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, I just had I had a first class. I'll never forget his first class, man. He told me he's actually coming here. He's actually going to be our chief Yeah. here, uh, Pasquale. I I never – he wasn't was so – when you get to Japan – if you were a brand new second class or a brand new first class, the first place they would stick you on the this is on the George Washington. Okay, this is uh, CVN seventy three. By the way, when you get um, uh, shout out to that crew, before I get started, shout out to that crew. I miss that crew. Hope you all are doing well. Whenever you got to that boat, you were put back in supply. As a second class. As a second class, and even as a first class, you were putting you were put back in supply because they didn't want you out on deck because we were flying. Almost every single day, every single night, constantly, and we were moving birds constantly. Through even throughout the day, I was surprised. Even throughout the day and throughout the night, we'd be moving. We'd be moving a lot of birds, but mostly at night, obviously. And so they didn't really want to like put the trust of them out there on deck, and then just have them, you know, maybe crunch or something like so that. So, so they would have like just the people who've been there for a while, maybe about a year, a year and a half. So if you were brand new and you got to the ship and you were first class, you put you back in supply. And um, Pasquale, when he got there, he got put back in supply and he was the uh, work center soup. And he told me after he, um, after being back there for over two years, man, okay, over two years they finally gave him a deck, right? And so he was deck for uh, um, for about the last year I was there on the on the on the Reagan in Japan. And he told me he's like, no matter what situation you're in it's what you make of it and i i i hold i ever since he told me that i hold that to be completely like an irrefutable truth it's true because like when i first got here um in milton florida i found out i was coming to whitingfield 
I had no idea what riding field was. I never even heard of it. Um, and I got here and I seen how it was. I'm like, you know what? I don't think I'm going to like it here. Like, I, I truly, I called my dad. I was like, dad, like, I don't know what I'm going to do here. This town is country. Like, I just, I can't, I can't be here. And now that I'm here, I've been here for about a year and a half now. I actually beginning to like like this place. I actually kind of love it a little bit. You know, it's peaceful. Like, you know, it's a place to go. Like, I visited so many different places while I was here. I picked up new hobbies such as fishing. It's just, you know, I bought a home here. I'm actually considering staying here now because I made the best of what this town had to offer. And it goes back to what you're saying. Like, no matter where you at. It's how you look at it. It's how you look at it. Yeah, dude. And that's, what, and that's what I always try to tell people, too, especially young people, too, that just, if y'all, if anyone's out there thinking about joining the Navy, um, it's not easy. It's definitely not easy, and um, that but that is the whole point is that in order for you to uh, succeed. to succeed and what you and what you really want out of life, it, it does require sacrifice, yeah, you can't and that's be of a that is that is definitely yes, I agree. That is definitely a precursor to how um, you grow and become more of who you think you should be, and it's I think it's important to hold a vision for your life and. Um, and eventually once you do that, it'll, it'll help, it'll not only help, uh, your life, but it'll affect the life of your best friends and your family and the people who you hold near and dear to your heart. And, uh, and I, I, I've seen that many times and I've seen, um, also a lot of heartbreak and I've also seen a lot of people, you know, just get frustrated with, uh, how the Navy works and how they think it's unfair. And I think I knew from the get go what I was getting myself into. I'm not going to you know, lying bullshit and say like, you know, that, oh yeah, I know, I'm this tough, I'm this tough, you know, yeah, it's, I'm this tough guy and I knew what I was doing. No, I had no idea what I was doing, man. (laughs) And that's, and that's also a good thing because I never, I, I I literally, from the moment I set that on my home to go to, um, to go leave the, uh, my hometown, I don't know who that guy is anymore. Dude, were you nervous when you first Yeah, hell yeah, I was nervous. I, I didn't, I literally, I can look at that guy now. I can look at 2012 Zach and be like, I don't know you, man. Who are you? I really don't know who you are and you why I had those, you know why I held, why I held the views that I held, you know, back then. And it's because of all the traveling, of all the work, of all the Different blood, sweat, and tears, and cultures, and experience that I'm oh, here it is now and look what we're up to now i'm freaking recording my own podcast i never thought i would be here and now i'm here that's what's up man yeah dude would you, would you say would you be here you think without the navy no definitely I not definitely, definitely not there. and i'm not saying that just go the military route you know just just go the military route and just you know let the military take care of everything for you you got to work outside and inside man you got to work you know like as if you're about to get out but also as if you're about to stay in too you got to you got to work on your passions, things that that want that you want to do, that you want to make out of life, and not let the navy or any other job for that matter, you know, bring you down. Because you can you can do it, you know. I, <laughs> I always tell people this is what I tell my best friend is what I start uh, I try telling start people at work. You know, life life doesn't get easier; you just get stronger. That's true. And I and that's also another irrefutable truth that I think that people should start paying attention to. And you know, life isn't meant for you to just cakewalk through. I can definitely say that I've become mentally stronger since joining the military, you know, going through, like, ship life. Like you said, it's, it's pretty hard dealing with different people, you know. Um, I think my biggest problem in, on the ship was 
personal space. Like you literally get no personal space, no privacy. Like you eat with the same people, you work out with the same people, you work with the same people. At the end of the day, when you're done working, you go see a rack and you see the like our rack is where we sleep. You see those same people. And you know me, I love my solitude. And that, I think that was a big challenge for me. But after being on the shift for a while, you kind of grow accustomed to it, you know. And things like that, like you know, going, doing stuff that you don't necessarily like, but you got to find a way to deal with it, you know. So, yeah, dude. Yeah, definitely, definitely, man. <laughs> the people you meet too, man. Oh, you're just like you're just trying to you're just trying to sleep, and some people just loud. don't know how to sleep. They're just loud as hell, boy. And they don't. They, they don't care. <laughs> and sleep. they don't. Yeah, and they, they don't, don't. And they really don't care. And you literally have to tell them to shut shut up so you can sleep, man. It's just. It's crazy. It is uh, so crazy. So I guess that was your your adventure in Virginia, huh? Yeah, Virginia. Virginia is pretty cool. Um, I wouldn't say I want to go back though. You know, I felt like I already experienced it enough. Like if I were to stay in the military, I would want to go somewhere else, like maybe Cali or Jacksonville or maybe even overseas. But I don't know. It, 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 Virginia treated me pretty good. But I don't think I want to go back though. Not for, not not for my next command. I want to see somewhere different because that's the reason why I joined the military. You know kind of do something with my life and also see the world you know? and i don't want to go back to see the same place you know? okay so yeah okay so yeah speaking of the world so where other than virginia where, so where, where were you born i was born in south carolina um a small town called georgetown it's like right on the coast of south carolina I don't know if, have you ever heard of myrtle beach before yeah I have. it's like 45 minutes south of myrtle beach on the coast hey so uh, shout out to uh georgetown anyone yeah. who uh, lives there here you go nobody lives in I think I moved, I moved to Columbia, South Carolina. That's like more so central South Carolina, the capital of South Carolina. That's, I moved there when I was in middle school. I did my eighth grade year until I graduated in Columbia, South Carolina. So shout out to 29229. Hey, there you go. People are from, from that area. Yeah. Um, what was I going to... The... Uh, the uh, how was it like growing up there? Honestly, I love South Carolina. I think that's kind of why I kind of like here a little bit because it kind of reminds me of like the small town aspect, you know? Uh, I don't know. I, I love when I first moved to Columbia, South Carolina. I cried because I didn't want to leave my friends back home. It was sad. My my parents, um, my dad, and my stepmom moved there for like better job opportunities, and I, I did not want to go. I didn't understand it at the time. I should have since I was in middle school, but at that time I just didn't. I just thought they they were like, man, why do we gotta move? I'm like, all my friends here. I've been here my whole life. I thought the world was coming to an end. Crying the first day of school, but <laughs> I don't know, man. I made a lot of good friends in Columbia as well, so. I don't know, it was definitely, it was a bigger city compared to my hometown, but I enjoy living in Columbia. I go home every time I get, I know it's not as often as some of you may want me to, but I try to get home as much as I can, see my family there. That's good, man. That's good. That's really good. So, okay, so South Carolina, Virginia, so where's the Navy taking you? Um, My first deployment, uh, where do we go? My first port ever was the road to Spain. We, only get to, we had to stay on base, though. We only went there for, like, a day to get some fuel and get some food for, um, I think, where were we going? I'm not sure where we were going. But uh, my first official port that I visited was Lisbon, Portugal. It was lit, man. It was so lit. Tell me about it, dude. Uh, uh, Come on, you can't remember anything? The food was good. Okay, yeah, so think, like food, people, know, culture, how was the culture, how was the food? This is the weirdest thing ever, but the best burger I have ever had was in Lisbon, Portugal. 
Like, that's fine. The best steak I've ever had was in Australia. Yeah, it's weird, right? You would think that America would have pretty good burgers, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I don't even know if it was beef or not, but it was good. It had, like, an egg on top of it. It had some special garlic mayo. The veggies were fresh. It was, it was, it was delicious, man. Yeah? Yeah. What, like what were the what were the sights to see over there in Portugal? The bars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's uh that's also a thing, man. When you, really the, nice. when you get in the navy, you're gonna learn how to drink and drink really well. Yes, that's one thing we're really good at, guys. <laughs> any hiking? Any like try? Like like. Like we were only there Damn, for like two days. Like, dude. Oh, yeah. you only okay, okay. So that's so that makes sense. We weren't sense. there okay. very long. So we, right, we didn't yeah. get to really get the experience much of the culture of Lisbon. We weren't there very long. So sometimes we hit ports very long and sometimes we're in and out pretty fast. Okay, so that was one of your in and out ports. What's the uh yeah. what other ports have you hit? I think my favorite port that I hit on that first deployment was Italy. We went to uh I think Siganella, I think. And I caught a train to Rome. That was pretty nice. I seen it in the Vatican. Uh probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. Uh, went to uh, seen the Colosseum. That was pretty good as well. Mm, what else did I experience in Rome? Lucky ass Vatican Colosseum. I wish yeah, I would have no. done that. But you got other places that I have no, gone that to. Will, yeah, that I'm pretty that jealous will. of. All right, yeah, yeah. You know and I will, I've never I will. been to Japan before. I've never been and to Japan, Singapore. Japan was Japan and Singapore yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, man, um, those were great did places. Did you guys go to Dubai? No, Dubai no, we did is not. also pretty nice, man. Um, what did I enjoy most about Dubai? They also they obviously have the biggest world, the biggest mall in the world. That was pretty nice. I, I've been to that mall like three times, and I still have not seen the whole mall. Uh, they come, really? Nah. That's how big it is. It's, it's huge, man. They also have the tallest building in the world, the Burj Khalifa. Okay, did you go see that? Of course. How, how could you go to Dubai and not go to the tallest building in the world? <laughs> yeah. So that was pretty nice. It's like, I don't know. What else? I love about Dubai. Anything else? I can't think of anything. You can't think of anything? No. Okay. Um, so you went to... Okay, so in any other ports? So Dubai, Portugal? Um, I went to um, Jordan before. Um, seen one of the seven wonders of the world. Uh, what's the name of it? I can't think of it. Petra. Have you ever heard of Petra? No, I've never heard of Petra. Yeah, it's like... A, it's, it's a city that was built in stones. Like I can't remember when he, when it was built, but yeah. This is this is wow! I've never heard of that, dude. Seriously, yeah, like I wish, I, I, I wish you would have you would have seen more. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool though. That's that's that sounds really really cool. Um, so that's it for ports then. Um, where else did we go? What's another port I enjoyed going to? Did you go to Greece? I never been to Greece, man. You didn't go to Greece? Uh, you been to Greece? No, negative Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, I never, never been to Greece. Been. Where else did I go? That's it. That's all you can remember. Yeah, for right now. For right now. Yeah. All right. We will. We'll come back to that topic yeah. later. We'll bring it around. We'll bring it around because you know traveling does does take you places. And you mentioned you did mention the food, and I and I know you're something of a of a chef yourself. No, I don't so so, so let me know what you learn what you going to cook, dude. Cook. I kind of pretty much learned it from my family growing up. You know, I would, I would be that annoying kid in the kitchen, like just standing over my dad or 
my stepmom or my aunt, like, hey, what you put in that? Or, well, can I taste a little bit of that? Or, what's that you put in there? Like, I was that annoying kid in the kitchen. Like, it got to the point where sometimes my dad would have to kick me out of the kitchen, like, man, get out of here, man. <laughs> and now, guess what? I cook better than my dad. For you real? Know? Yeah. Pretty you cook? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, get <laughs> 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 He's probably gonna hear this podcast, yeah. so he'll probably be like, "No, this is not true." Negative. <laughs> yeah, I can do anything, man. Like grilling. Um, I know you love to grill, dude. I know we've had we've had a couple barbecues uh, here yeah, at the man. at the house, and Zach loves the chicken, man. Hey, he loves the chicken. yo, this man. That's if, how he eats chicken, If you guys. if you all follow this, uh, hit up this dude's uh, Instagram. What's the, what's, your, what's your Instagram, bro? My Instagram is underscore paradise life underscore. There you go. Hey, just follow this man and watch his cooking. Um, you said you were thinking about uh, starting a, a cooking channel? Uh, I've been considering it, you know. I just don't really know where to quite, I don't know where to start at. My, my actual goal of mine, my dream, is actually own a restaurant or a food truck one day. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty, I don't know. But I just don't know where to start, though. You know, I guess, I, I don't I know where to research. I got a couple of books on like, how to start a food truck or like a restaurant. But my biggest thing right now is figuring out what cuisine would I have. Like, what would be Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was about to ask you, what, uh, what food would you like, would you yeah, serve there? Yeah, so, I don't know. American dishes like you know I don't want to do anything crazy like American like soul food maybe but not too much like not really soul food but what's your okay so what's your favorite thing to cook <sighs> my favorite thing to cook like I said I like I like grilling I like chicken I like ribs stuff like that I like seafood as well so maybe I'm thinking maybe like a chicken and seafood maybe type you know I would definitely I would definitely love to have seafood but yeah I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of seafood say what? Yeah, I mean, I like I so I don't I so I know everyone gives me shit for this, but we're in the Gulf Coast, I do, guys. We're in the I Gulf Coast. <laughs> I so I don't like fit. I don't like like raw like on raw fish. No, I do like sushi. I like sushi a lot because I was in Japan, of course. But I just don't like cooked fish. So I can't you, eat cooked so fish. So you don't mind like raw, like seafood. so raw. Like, so like, like tuna, yeah. salmon, like anything raw, like, like sushi, like wise is completely fine. So but for like, some reason, just the, when fish gets cooked, dude, the smell. <laughs> The smell is just what, it just, I don't know. So I, ever since I smelled that smell when I was like a little, when I was a little kid, and it just, it, so you I like, never liked it. I never liked it. I can never stomach it. You don't it. appreciate like some nice, fresh, hot catfish, like, you know, fried catfish? No, man. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. You I can't do it. Which one I start catching some catfish? You're going to be like, oh, let me get some. Man. I love no, some. man. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. Like me being from the coast, man, in South Carolina, yo, that's all we ate with seafood, man. We go to the beach. We have really? Some that's it? Crab. My family loves crabs. They love shrimp. I don't. I'm not a fan of crab. I love shrimp. Um, I like. I like oysters. Like fish, man. I love salmon. Anything, man. I love seafood. Fried. Yeah, you joined. You joined the right branch of the military. Baked, uh, grilled. You name it. Like Bubba. Like. Always <laughs> <laughs> gonna bake shrimp. <laughs> fried shrimp. <laughs> Shrimp sandwiches, shrimp Gumbo. soup. <laughs> yeah, dude. No, um, that's cool, dude. That's that's cool. I hope you. Uh, I mean, you already got the house, so you. I mean, you're yeah. moving in the right direction. Yeah, it's like, what's next for you? Know, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, definitely, definitely. What's next for you? Um, you got the house. You you know, you're in the navy for seven years. Yep. Yeah, man. I don't see. So yeah, go go give this man a follow. What is your uh, Instagram again? Paradise underscore life, the Y-F-E underscore. So go ahead and spell it out for, for those people. The Par- whole thing, the whole thing, yeah. Just so they, that way they can hear they hear you clearly. So so just spell it out. Paradise, P-A-R-I-D-I-S.
S-E underscore L-Y-F-E underscore. There you go. For you people who didn't get it like the second or third time he said it. Just want to make sure you people in the back get it. In the back. Y'all hear me? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, yeah, so watch this man. Watch his cooking because I hope he starts posting some of his stuff on Instagram because his, his cooking is really, 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 really good. This man can... Definitely it's make right. he some. some it up, no, man. I'm definitely not guessing it up. It's definitely one for the like one for the books. There you go, chicken and mac and cheese. Like Can't this dude, this dude makes you know that pasta that you made the other day. Uh, that um, ziti. Oh, yeah, I like oh, it's so good. It's so good. When my when my brother when my little brother was uh was little, he wanted to be a chef. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to be a chef. Nah, he does not cook now. In fact, he works at Waterbreaker, which is really funny. So he cooks. Well, I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he cooks a little, whatever, whatever. But now, now, like you, man, like you, like took this thing like a whole, like you're like the only like actual like chef, chef, like that I've met, like For that that actually loves. Uh, his favorite room is like the kitchen in the house. Pretty much, that was important when um I bought this home. I had to make sure it was a nice size kitchen. I would say I got a lot of counter space in that kitchen because in my apartment I hated the counter. It was no counter space. Like I felt like I was always everything was on top of each other. There you go. Yeah, man. This is the benefits of uh, buying a house with uh, with a nice big kitchen. Yeah, there you lot go. Of, lots of counter space. So, uh, I know you just recently bought um, like five bottles of Crown Peach. I don't know what you're talking what, about. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your what's your favorite? Uh, yeah, what's your so um, some of the alcohol you've tasted over the over the seven year journey of yours? First drink ever, because I actually turned 21 overseas. My first legal drink ever. Don't judge me, guys. It was a mojito. Because like my homie, like, I, w- I wasn't a drinker before I really joined the Navy. And my homie, um, homie Randy, he was like, uh, yo, like it's it's not too strong. It's a nice starter drink, you know. So it, it was delicious, man. It was it was just a, a regular mojito. Where was I? I can't remember what port I was in. I might have been in maybe Turkey. And it was delicious, guys. And even still, I didn't. I wasn't even drinking beer at the time. But now my favorite beer is probably I would say either Corona or like a Blue Moon, just depending on depending on the mood. You know, if I want something crisp, I go with a Corona. If I want something, I don't know how, how would you describe a Blue Moon? Like kind of hearty. I don't no, know. yeah, weedy. Weedy, yeah, yeah, yeah weedy. There you go. Yeah, a wheat flavored, wheat yeah. flavored beers. I'll, yeah, I'll, dude, I'll I'll I love uh, Blue Moon, Moon. Um, Shock Top. You ever had Shock Top? Yeah, Shock Top. Shot talk's really good. Why don't you just let me know? I go get some. No, no, I'm exactly. You should have had some here. Like, how are you doing a podcast with no drinks? <laughs> yeah, I'll be sure. To, I'll be sure to get us some shot talk next he time. He we, don't got no snacks. We, we got to <laughs> <laughs> Don't be telling him how cheap I am. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, that's definitely that's definitely uh, something I got to I got to do for the next time for the next couple of guests I'll, I'll have on here. Well, yeah, I think now my favorite drink I'll probably, I would say. Uh, I like vodka. Okay. So, yeah. uh, favorite drink, vodka, food, seafood, safe yes. to say. Uh, any, like, snacks? Like, See, if you, I don't really snack a lot. I don't know if you realize that. Because um, I'm kind of like on this, like, a little health journey right now. If I were to eat a snack, I would either eat, like, mixed nuts or something like that or almonds. Um, let's say, like, if I weren't dieting, maybe my favorite snack probably would be, I like, I like cake. You like cake? Yeah, what I kind of cake do you like? Uh, my favorite cake is real oven cake. Like a snack I can just get from the store, maybe. Let's see. I don't know. Some chocolate chip cookies, maybe. Like some chips ahoy. Some chips ahoy. You basic ass. Yeah. Chips ahoy. What's your favorite <laughs> snack? Since, since I'm basic. No, my mine is uh. Ruffles. No, 
no, ignore the ruffles in the background. <laughs> it's uh, it's a uh, sour gummy worms trolley. Sour gummy worms. I die. I I know because I've been because they have so much sugar in them and they're so bad for you. Yeah. But dude, once I get a bag of them, I will finish. I will only finish that bag. I'm so it's so horrible. It's so bad. It's really bad. That's why I've been laying off them because if I do it, if I I know if I get my hands on one little bag, it's I'm eating the whole bag in one sitting. Yeah. Yeah. It's really bad. So I'm like. I gotta stay no away from you. <laughs> no, something. I gotta stay away from that. And that's one thing I do when I get my nuts, yo. Like, um, I get like I get them in a the box, and they like they separate it in um bags, like you know little packets. Cause sometimes if I get like a whole can of them, I'm I'm eating a whole can in like a day or two. So I, I kind of I like portioning my stuff out, like. Somebody yeah, that's do. what I, that's what I wanted to do over my over my seven years. Like, is just out. portion out, and then like yeah. So every deployment I went on. Um, I would drink nothing but water. I would stay away from the monsters, from all the energy drinks, from all the coffee, from all that stuff. Dude. Honestly, that's what that's all I've been drinking right now is water, man. I don't know if you noticed or not, but yeah, that's all I drink. Only time I drink something other than water is if I'm drinking alcohol. I, I might get like a mixture, maybe like I might get like some juice or soda for my vodka. But other than that, like on a regular day, everyday basis, that's literally all I drink. I don't buy juice. I don't buy soda. So I've been like that for about a year now. I don't know. It's just it's not something I used to actually even try to do. It kind of just happened. It's kind of just happened. You want to go to restaurants now? I don't just even, water. Yeah, just water. It's just it's crazy. Cause yeah, once you up, get yeah once you get used to it, it's like it's like okay, like, I can yeah, do it's this. Like second nature. Like, I'm yeah, just, yeah, yeah, I, I can I can definitely do this. Yeah, and you're not craving like Coke, Sprite, or any of that. You know, just, any of that stuff. It's not even a goal. Like, I don't know. Yeah, just, yeah. You just go for water every single time. It's awesome. All right, so the Navy's gotten you down here in Florida. Been to uh, all those great places. Got a new house going. Um, let's see what else. Oh, new car. Because oh, you're about man. to. Because yeah, I know you're driving this. Uh, Don't tell people what kind of car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He's guys, driving. What are you driving right now? Man, I got a Mercury. Man, I had that car. Uh, I got that car after my first deployment in 2014. It's a 2005 Mercury Mercury Montego. It is so old, guys. Like it's it's ready to die on me. So I don't know. I I just I want a new car, but I wanted to get a house first because I feel that's the priority. So and then I'll focus on getting a car. But right now, I think it's that time. I want to buy one like maybe like early next year. So maybe like January, February time. Maybe I'll I don't know. But I want a really nice car. My next car is gonna be something nice. I think I deserve it because I had this car for so long. And another reason why I've been procrastinating getting a car because who likes having a car payment? kind of used to not having a car payment so but i don't know I'm thinking yeah having a car payment not, not having a car payment i'm sorry is, is really nice yeah it's like something so, you don't you definitely don't gotta worry about so i'm thinking about i want a bmw so okay. i want something really nice okay bmw, 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 BMW okay all right, like said, yeah car, absolutely yeah, absolutely in navy we've been through a lot yeah two that's dead stand one you've been to two i've been through four excuse me <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, dude. No, yeah, man. I'm driving a 2016 Honda Civic right now, and dude, nice. I love it. So pretty much, we go out. He drives. Yeah, pretty much. That's yeah. What that, that's what that means. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's got heated seats. Got pretty, yeah, pretty much everything that I wanted when I, I came back from too. Japan. Like when it's really hot outside, my seats warm. Like you know, you guys got that? <laughs> <laughs> what? It's heated seats. Oh boy. I got cool, I got cool seats too in the winter. Yeah, time. in the winter time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so BMW, what year? Um, nothing older than probably like a 2016, 2015. Okay. I don't want to go older than that because 
it's already 2019, you know? Yeah, man, yeah. So, like, anything specific you want about the car? Like, um, Right now, my car is, like, a boat, so I definitely <laughs> want, like, a smaller car. Okay. Um, so, I'm thinking maybe, like, either a 3 Series or a 5 Series. I'm not sure. 3 Series or a 5 Series, okay. Yeah, like, I know I, know I can I, I can afford yeah, yeah, yeah. 3 Series. I'm not really sure if I can 5 Series probably getting up there. Price. I mean, maybe. That, um, maybe. Depends after, on how much money you have saved. Yeah, after I shop around and, you know, See what just I look around, afford. yeah, man. Always, you know, always look around, you know, because we know about a Q right now. He's looking for his Corvette. Yeah, he been looking for what? Uh, oh, yeah, for a really, really, now, yeah, right? for a really, really, really long time. The so thing about getting a car, man, like, I, like right now, I'm not rushing. I'm just trying to make sure I make the right purchase when I do make purchase. Like, I'm not even really. I want a BMW, but I'm not set on it. Yeah. So. So other than a BMW, what else you got in your sights on? Um, I want. I like Hondas as well. They're really nice cars. Okay. Um, what else do I like? I like Acuras. For some reason, this past couple of weeks, I've seen a lot of Jeeps, and now I'm kind of interested in getting a Jeep. I don't yeah, know. I don't know about all that. Yeah, because, like you said, I've been fishing, you know, and I kind of want to get like a little small boat as well, or even a canoe. So I want something that, let's say, if I do get like a, like a small boat or something like that, I want to be able to haul it around. Let's say I do decide to stay here. I'm, I decide to stay here, you know, we stay, we stay close to the water, so I think it's a good investment. That sounds that sounds like a pretty. I mean, if you're gonna start that new hobby, but you gotta you gotta you know you take be, you gotta be able to have, have yeah. my supplies. Yeah, I was looking on your on your uh, on your story on Snapchat, and I was like, man, this man when he going out fishing? This man out here fishing. fishing? Yeah, <laughs> no, but it, it completely took me by surprise, and I was just like, wow, okay, that's uh, it's something different. That, that, was, that was that was definitely that was definitely different. So a BMW, three series or a five series? Yeah. What about the what about the three series? Do you like? I like the fact that it's smaller, obviously, because right now my biggest concern is I wrote that's that's the what I what I don't like the most about my car is how big it is. It's massive. So I, don't know, I, I like I like the shape of it, the body of it. Um, when I sat in it, I touched over it, it just felt right, you know. I touched over one actually last year around August time. I was going to get one last year, but they didn't want to give me enough money for my car. I thought so. I actually passed an opportunity to get one. Okay. So, okay. It's just how did it drive? It drove nice, man. The like how, like, 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 really? Uh, and did it turn on a dime? It really did, man. That's, that's another thing about the 3 Series. It's smaller, and it's easier to control. The turning on it is it's wonderful, man. I can't wait. I'm pretty excited. I'm about to test drive another one. Yeah, I'm actually pretty, I'm actually pretty jealous because I've always, I've always wanted to drive one. And it just, uh, I just never had the, I just never had the opportunity to, to test drive one. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely, cause I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big car guy and that's another passion that grew from being in the Navy. You know, it's, I always uh, grew up like liking cars for some reason. And I always thought cars were, you know, people try to figure out like how to like, like, oh, we can just, you know, how like the quickest way to get to A to B, you know, the fastest way. And I always knew that the, the car was like. The basic like problem solver for that for that problem you know but i always people were just like oh we'll figure out like we'll we'll we will really figure out transportation once we get figure out how to get from a to b in like two seconds i'm just like no man like that's yeah i was like i was like what if what if the car is already the the answer to that problem but we just make it really really awesome and really really cool and not only that but like Really, really cool, but into where people can afford like even the most radical cars, like even yeah. the most craziest cars, and people can, um, can afford can, it. can yeah, can not, not afford it, but not, yeah, not afford it. But if they really wanted to, they can go and try and attain it. Yeah, that's what that's what really got me excited because I know uh, Corvette just announced a new C8, 
and the ba- the base price for it is below sixty. It's not bad at all. And you know it's pushing a little over five hundred horsepower, dude, for sixty grand, dude. If you work, if you work towards like you know that's something that you can. Obtain. And I, I yeah, and that's see, and that's what I that's what gets me really 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 excited about you know about cars in the future because they're only it's like it's like a linear graph like they're not gonna get worse they're only gonna get better, mm-hmm. you know and um some of the cheaper like so as soon as like because by the year like 2025 like 2016 cars are gonna look like they're ancient yeah no, that's what's crazy about cars man. yeah so, and it, you, it, could have, you could have the nicest car right now but 10 years from now maybe 10 years from now it's gonna be like, like look at that like, car wait, what like, what right is now that your honda is like really really nice but yeah. imagine like in 20 model in 2026 or something yeah like and it's gonna be like your dude. car gonna be the old school car yeah 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 but and it's not only that like yeah, the value's gonna go down, but like people like buying like retro cars, you know. And it's just like it's just like uh, with um, I had this conversation with uh, the uh, one of her administrators. I, forget, I keep forgetting her name, Kim. I think yeah. Name. And I, you know, she was listening to '80s music in her office, and uh, I was like, I wonder, I wonder when it's gonna be cool for for you, like for or for for me to listen to '80s. Like, when is it gonna be cool again? Like, so like, you know how like. It's like 2019 right now, right? And people don't listen to like the 50s music as much yeah. anymore. Or maybe some people do. Maybe some people, yeah, maybe some people do, but not not as many, you know? I wonder when it's going to be like that for the 80s. I wonder what I'm thinking about. Like, when is today's music going to be considered old school? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Drake's going to come on. He's going to be like, Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> and you're like, yo, listen to this. And your kid going to be like, Dad, what is that? Like this is Drake, boy. <laughs> like you know nothing about. He's all old. He's got a he's got a gray beard. He got a got a couple of little mini Drakes running around that. Drake gonna be doing like yeah. a old school concert. Yeah, like man. You know, Drake comeback concert. What like, if he's like the new? What if he becomes like? No, I'm not gonna say what I'm just about to say. That, that, that'd be an insult to that man's name. Uh oh, who are you gonna compare him to? Prince. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. I was definitely not. I was. I was not. Yeah. I, yeah. Prince is. Yeah. yeah he's got way over man. more. Yeah. Over more Drake than Drake will ever have. Yeah, you know? cool, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid that the world, the the world, and ki- like kids younger than us, like viewing him as as that as that like legendary. When he's like, he's legendary but I guess for our era. He is legendary, you know. So I think that's that's one thing we probably should stop doing is comparing people to other people. Like you know, what I'm saying like why why even comparing? Like he he is our generation's legendary hip hop artist or R and B whatever you want to call it. Okay. So, yeah, I consider I, Drake's legendary, you know. For our time. For our time, yeah. But that's what. He that's, ain't, he that's, ain't no Michael Jackson. Or Prince, no, definitely not. Definitely but, not. No, that's what. No, that's what I was. Um, that's what I was saying with. Uh, you know, I was comparing that with cars. You know, like and with. Uh, and the same. Uh, making that comparison with cars in the eighties music, like, you know, like say it's like the year like twenty fifty, and I'm still driving. You know, that Civic around. You know, how people. How are people gonna look at it? You know, how are people gonna feel about it? How are people gonna. You know, I guess the same way we look at like an old school like Mustang or something. Like, oh, that's, like it's nice, you know. You think so? Possibly. Maybe. Is, is, are you think? Do you think that people? Also, uh, what also plays a part is how Honda keeps up. Like you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. If Honda falls to the wayside, that car. I don't, maybe. Yeah, I don't. But I don't see Honda falling to the wayside. Yeah, like you know, Mustang is still a pretty popular car. So like yeah. that, that. That's what makes the value of an old school Mustang like so. You know, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, but yeah, so like with the twenty fifth, like, can you imagine like in twenty fifty, I'm like bumping eighties music out of my twenty sixteen Honda Civic. Oh my god! In twenty fifty. Yeah, 
That'd be so that'd be cool, weird. dude. That'd be wild. That would be crazy. Yeah, everyone, because I, I'm, I would, I would be afraid that people would forget that kind of music. I mean, maybe people don't forget, and that's what that's what trips me out is that we make these crazy songs, you know, over over all this, um, over all these, like these one like you know like Mo Bamba, mm-hmm. you know, like over these like one hit wonders. And people are wondering, like, you know, Little Nas X with, with uh, yeah, Old Town Road. Like, people, you know, I wonder, like, how it, it, like, it influences and changes, like, you know, society. And, like, how people are going to view that song later on when it is history. That's a good question. Yeah, it makes you, it makes you like, like what, look what, back. Like, so how, like, how are people going to look back on that? that? Song 20 years from now, and they're going to be like, that song was... Number one for how many weeks? And they were like Hawaii or something like yeah. that. Yeah, you know? because like, I guarantee you, there's gonna be another song out by then. It's gonna just murder, record. murder that record, and just like make that song look like it shouldn't have been ever made ever. How many weeks was it? It was there. Like it was, it was a long time. I don't know. I can't remember. It was a long time though. I don't know. I have, I have no idea. I can definitely look it up right now, but I'm definitely not going to because yeah. that song. I'm not a big fan of that song, but that song I mean, lit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an alright song, dude. I just I don't know, man. It came from first time I played it for you. It was going to Pensacola. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it came, dude. It came out of left field, man, and it was it just. It did come out of left. I was like, yo, what? It was it was different. The song was definitely different, like you know the mix between the country and the hip hop. It was it was it was different, like I. I don't know. It was, it was yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely, it was definitely different. All right, so new, new BMW three series. Actually, I'm kind of like, fingers crossed here for me that you do get a three series. Yeah, yeah those are nice, man. Those are really, really nice. And so um, you saying since you're a car guy, I guess that size, like, I guess in comparison, like, what other car would you recommend, maybe? So, um, the new Civics are really, really nice too. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go over that, you can definitely, you can definitely you're afford one. Right? Yeah. And um, they got the hatchback style too, so yeah, you can I see that, that if you want. Yeah, Virginia, that'd be one. that'd be pretty cool to see. I do um, like your car; it's really nice. Um, we can, or we can go to. Uh, how do you feel about Subarus? Do you like Subarus? No sir. No, you don't like Subies, bro. No. Damn, dude. <laughs> my best friend, my best friend, loves Subarus. He owns an 05 uh, STI. Sorry, Weapon. best friend. It's <laughs> <laughs> a so known for me, bro. Yeah, he's, Speaking of which, he's actually coming down here, so oh, yeah? I'll be ready. I'll be ready to meet him. Okay. Um, nice. But yeah, so he owns. So you don't like Subies, um, Honda, Toyotas. I like Toyotas. I like Toyotas. I definitely would consider getting a Toyota. Camry or uh, Camry. That's too sedany for too me. Too sedany. Yeah. What else? What else? The Toyotas got. Well, Lexus is made by Toyota. I want okay. Lexus. So, okay. Yeah. So you want a Lexus? I told you I want something nice, man. You but you want a Lexus? Yeah, a small one. Like I get an IS two fifty. Okay. Yeah. That's that's nice. I'm not no or Infinity. G, I'm not getting a big ass. I mean a big old GS three hundred. Okay, something okay. Like that. What about an Infinity? How's Infinity feel about? I like Infinity? Infinities. Infinities are really nice. Like I as you guys that. can see, I want some luxury. Yeah. That's. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not complaining about that. I'm, you don't <laughs> see me. I mean, if you think you deserve it, bro. Like I, after all the stuff that we, yeah, you've been through. Like you, I've been driving, I've been, I call my car Betsy. Man, I've been driving Betsy for too long. I need something nice. Okay, so we have. What do we have? So all these, all these are. Up to. How much? Let me ask you this: How much are you willing to spend on a new car? I don't want to go over twenty-five. You don't want to go over twenty-five? No. Okay, so. You're gonna get an M3 for 25. I didn't. I didn't have to get. I don't, you can get a. You can get a 328. 
That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. They're, they're affordable. Okay. Um, M3s are nice, though. M3s are nice. They're pricey. They are pricey, though. They are definitely pricey. I was going to say you should uh, definitely look into the M2. I think that might be. I think that's the cheaper version. I'm not sure. Ever? I'm not sure either. Hold on. Let me look this up real quick. Oh, my God. Nice. Why? What's up with cookies on every single like website on? Because you got a Mac. Just oh, hating on my Mac right here. What is this? I just want to look at your cars. Uh, we are definitely not in Africa. USA, USA. What was I? Uh, what was I gonna tell you? Um. Yeah, so they just announced their uh, their new concepts or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can get they have an SUV. They have oh, you can get an M four. You want an M four? I can't afford an M four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking, dude. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna find this shit. Yeah. Anyways, so um, yeah, Infinity's got some nice cars. Um, there's the, the, yeah, the Q50 is starting at 35, Q60 is starting at 40. Yeah, but I would definitely, I would of course buy used, you know? Okay, I see what you mean, I see what you mean. Yeah, no, that's good, it's good, man. Um, I'm glad you're getting, I'm glad you're getting into that, and I can't wait to see what you just, uh, what you end up deciding. Excited to, to, to get, and, and <laughs> I know you're excited, and you're I'm ready to get rid of your... I, car gets, the more I think about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I know you're excited to get rid of your, uh, your, your old boat as you... As you like to call it, Betsy. Yeah, oh Betsy. <laughs> Betsy. There you go. All right, so covered uh, navy car, your house, some of your favorite stuff, food, drinks, um, new hobbies. Oh, your future. So, what do you got planned for the future, man? Are you gonna stay in or are you gonna get out? Man, that's the question of the day, man. Am I staying in the military or getting out? Honestly, right now I'm leaning more towards getting out. Why? I don't mind the structure of the military. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying my time here on sea duty. I mean, shore duty. Because you have the opportunity to come home every day. You go to work, pretty much come home. Like, you're pretty much a civilian. And I kind of like that, you know, being able to come home every day on the ship. You don't really have that luxury to come home every day. You know, you go out to sea sometimes. You don't know when you're coming back. You do deployments. So, I don't know. I like working like a 9 to 5. Like, I'm, I'm not looking forward to going back to a ship. And... Considering not doing it, like here I I'll, I'll stay pretty much can do my same job here as a civilian. So why not? I think the only thing that's kind of making me want to stay in the military is the fact that at the end of this contract I'll be at eight years, and um. And you figured like why just why stop now? Just keep going. Yeah, and I can retire at twenty. That's the only that's the only thing holding me back is the fact that I can, I'll be able to retire at twenty years. You know, so and another um, possibility is doing the reserves as well. Okay. I'll, I'll still be in the military, just not active duty, and that will save me from going back to a ship. As you guys can see, I really, I'm, I really don't like the ship life. Yeah, ship ship life is not for everybody. That's for that's for sure. And um, there's not really. I will get into in depth with that in the next couple of uh, guests I have on on this show about how um, ship life really is and 
the ins and outs of being on a on different ships and how they affect you and how the people you'll meet and because different ships hold different numbers of people and um, carriers obviously hold the biggest amount of people and amphibs don't hold that much but it does make a difference on the the ship you're in and sometimes it does make or break a career unfortunately but at the end of the day I still believe in that irrefutable truth that we talked about was that no matter where you're at, it's on what you make it, on how you make it. So, but yeah, that's cool, man. Um, whatever you decide, uh, I hope it goes well. Um, I always tell people, you know, like, um, you know, like, yeah, like I said earlier, you know, life doesn't get, um, life doesn't get easier. You just get stronger. And to me, in the end, I think having, that retirement check plus working on another job and then getting another retirement check just stacks and just stacks and stacks and you can just by the end you know by the time you're like 60 you have like three or four checks yeah. so coming that's, in that's the reason why I, I would if i do decide to leave active duty i would stay reserved so i can still keep working towards my retirement mm -hmm. and also carry on a civilian like somewhat civilian life you know not coming up the navy every day you know? <laughs> yeah no, i know i feel you man and that's and that's what people try to avoid you know that's what um that's what I think what I'm trying to do is I think I'm going to stay in and try and fix fix some of that because I know man some people like their leadership you just man you're like how how are you how are you in charge of people that's, that's, that's one thing I should say too like you know what I'm going to stay in the Navy and be better than some of the than people some of those, that I came some of those, the yeah, yeah, my superiors yeah. you know but now I'm kind of just at the point to where like I think I'd rather succeed outside the Navy versus active duty and for for those of you who are in right now, you can do both. You can yeah. definitely do both. You can that's and that's what I always tell people too is that um, at work day, at the end of the day at some point everybody. it's yeah it's not for everybody and you do have to get out at some point. So do you want to get out the same way you came in, or do you want to get out being even better than you were before? You know, and to me, getting out better than you were before would justify everything miserable that happened to you while you were in the Navy. So I I wholeheartedly believe that if you do, you know, you work your, your job in the Navy and then once you get out, once you get off of work that you go and do, you, you, you chase your passions on what you like doing and whatever it is um, that you like doing off, off your nine to five, you know, that you make the best of it because that's what's going to get you through um the hard days and then once you do get out because so you'll have something to to keep you floating to keep you going like hey like i really really like doing this and then not only do you really like doing that but now you got a career of the navy behind you and you can say that you did it you can say that you went through your 20 years and that it's over and you gotta you're gonna get a check for the rest of your life until you die and to me i think that's worth it i think um once you go through all that and you retire and you get that check and now you can just have that money just coming in for the rest of your life, and you've earned it. That's true, but and, and, that, and that's you can say that, but that's, sometimes that can also be a bad thing. Some people stay in just for that check, and they're miserable. I don't think it's worth your sanity for that check after those twenty years. Like you know, say you, you spend those twenty years. Being oh no, yeah, absolutely. Not. Like if you if you wholeheartedly, utterly just like hate the navy, don't stay in. Don't stay in. Don't stay in. Don't do that to yourself. Get out, cause then, cause then you get we resentful. Know those yes, yeah, you you get. I have seen it. You you get resentful, and then once you get resentful, this thing about getting resentful is that you 
you you you start resenting yourself, and there's only so much you can just resent yourself. So you, at at some point, you're just gonna start resenting other people. Yeah. And and that's not healthy and for, healthy for you or for uh an, uh yeah a work environment, especially on a boat on yeah. deployment. Because you, you literally have nowhere to go. Like, yeah. So if you just want to do your four years and get out because you figured you figured that the Navy is just not for you, do it. Yeah, do it. Just do it. Don't yeah. Don't stay in. Don't, yeah, be, don't be stay yeah, I yeah, I wholeheartedly agree with that, and just because then you make it, and not only do you make it worse yourself, but for others, because then other people start hating you, and that's not what you want. That's it's the complete opposite of what you want on deployment. Yeah. You want you, you need a very strong mindset. To be, <laughs> yeah, you know you want to be, you want to try to be happy most of the time. You know, like you having a bad attitude after being at the sea for forty five days, it's just it's not going to help. Yeah, it's not going <laughs> to help anybody, and you're just it's going to make things. Um, much more worse than they need to be and I think that's something that we could all as human beings I like to strive for that like you know life is already hard enough as it is and we don't need to make it harder on ourselves that's true so that's that's how I feel about that but that's good man that's good Um, I actually want to touch on one last topic before we before we close out the session Um, so I got into a little bit of a heated debate over uh i think was friday yeah it was friday with um eps uh ellie and uh sanders you weren't you were on your own route thank god i missed this one guys (laughs) oh yeah because you would have been like you would have shook you would have walked in shook your head and be like oh he's at it again so (laughs) so this has been a long going debate you know and I, i mentioned before at the beginning of this podcast uh you know choices the choices you do make do have weight in them you're an individual you you it doesn't matter your background you're still a human being and you can commit other acts of evil towards other human beings no matter who you are where you came from or your background or no matter how you feel that you justify enough to do such things to other people right and i've seen some awful awful people do some awful things in the navy and it's just it's crazy it's crazy to me man it's crazy to me like I've seen so many people break up, you know, that I've seen so many females come to Japan, engaged, already engaged, and then once they once they leave or once they get there, they within like a couple of months, they already broke out their engagement. For what cheating? I I just don't know. But it's just to me it's like what it's like damn. Like no commitment, you know? That's true. And that sucks. Anyways, so there was this whole um, this whole case about this uh, this girl who buried her baby. You hear about it? Yes, I did hear about that. She, um, she, she got, got off with one weeks. charge. Yeah, with like, no, not a couple of weeks. No, she has to be supervised for the next three years of her life. I think they got her for like abandoning a corpse. Or something yeah, abandoning like a corpse like that. So the baby was stillborn, yes. apparently. And um, I uh, Ellie made this ignorant comment. She goes, "Oh, she probably got that charge because she was white." And of course, me being me, I said. How could you make an ignorant statement like that? So 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 forget so forget the whole forget who her lawyer was forget who the judge was forget who um, who the defense was forget all that the courtroom forget the entire courtroom forget those proceedings forget all that statistical data that goes within those proceedings just throw all that out the window and just chalk it up to her race. Now, what does that sound like to you? I no just just what is what does that sound like to you? Just, just state what that sounds like to you. I'm not saying it. No, 
I'm just saying, like, so I'm no, I'm just saying that because what if she was black? What it what what would happen then? Just something to think about. Something to think about. I don't know. Exactly, you don't know, and I don't know either. I don't. She doesn't know that. So how can she? How can she say a comment like that when she doesn't know? And of course, so Epps and Sanders both gained up, on, gained up on me, you know, long story short. And I just told him, I was like, you, so you're throwing out all this data that could have played a huge part in why she got off with one charge. And she didn't get away with it. She has to be supervised for the next three years of her life. So if she trips up in doing anything else, she's done for. She's on probation. That's it. So they want her to go to jail? They think she that, so, so they think she should go to jail, right? And I don't know how, I don't, to me, I haven't thought about it that, that in-depth yet of how, like, what I think the punishment for that should be. However, I just don't think that she was right in making that comment. Because she felt like she was justified in making that comment, and I don't think that she was. You should have her as a guest. Yeah, oh, I, I, def- <laughs> I definitely am. I definitely am. And hopefully we can, like, have, like, a good discussion about it because she started getting angsty about it. Uh-oh. Yeah. You know how she gets. Yes. I know how you get too. <laughs> yeah, no, I get I get pretty bad too. So that's also I think that's also why I started this podcast so I can I can start like learning how to speak, you know, more, more, eloquently, you know, and more like, on heated topics, on heated debates, yeah. much more precisely and just, much more calm, not raise my voice. Yeah, that way can that way we can get yeah yeah that we can get like a good a good separation of ideas across like, the table. Sometimes when we debate, you do get. Yes, absolutely. I need to work on that. <laughs> All right, so um. <laughs> All right, okay, okay. Now, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Next time, next time, we'll we'll we'll, we'll discuss it. I'll definitely bring uh bring you back in um to get some updates. Yeah. Maybe by the end of the year, we'll see. We'll see how things are going. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty good. Think be pretty good. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, so that'll be it for uh, today's uh, podcast. Thank you for having me, man. I yeah, really dude. Yeah, it. dude. I'm glad. I'm glad you. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I really hope that this goes up. I mean, I really don't know where it's gonna go. I just wanted to have a conversation. Yeah. That's all. I want, I want to have a conversation with different people, yeah. and I just I think that's to me because I have a lot of thoughts going through my head and I can't really write them down. What are you most excited about starting this podcast? It's just being able to get my thoughts out. I let people how I know about I feel about and certain things, and see, and then yeah, and then see what and see how what they think and how they view the world and how the navy, you know, it's, the navy, our navy's changed their perception, you know, and all the other other topics that we talked about. Yeah. And see how they and they they view it and just see how they feel about it. And I, I think that would be pretty pretty interesting. It would be nice. Lit. Yeah, lit, dude. Let's <laughs> lit. All right, so um, that goes. That's uh, yeah. That's it for for the end of this podcast. Thanks again, man, for having me on. Um, for having you on, I'm sorry, and uh, for helping me get this set up, yeah. I really, really, really appreciate it. So, for the next episode, I'm going to have one of my um co workers who is also stationed with me here down in Florida. Um, me and him were stationed in uh Japan together, so I'm gonna go in depth on how it is to be stationed overseas for all you people who are thinking about getting stationed overseas, and I'll let you guys know how that is. Um, I'm going to go into uh, his, also his uh, bike collection because he does have two bikes, I believe, right now. And uh, I can't wait to hear about those. Um, and so that'll be all. And I'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.